do better. Welcome to Do Better Podcast, a digital content hub from Asade, built for minds interested in doing better. Welcome to the Asade Podcast. The Asade Center for Innovation in Cities aims to foster the dialogue around the future of cities. And now today we have a conversation with Ila uh, uh, Horent, the Dr. Ila Horent, the CEO of the Tel Aviv uh, Foundation. Ila is one of the uh, main thinkers around the smart city uh, movement. So, first of all, uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Ila. How are you? I hope you are you are. You are I'm great. I'm so happy to be with you on this call because during COVID, we didn't meet yet. Wonderful. <laughs> Welcome to the SIA podcast and Sabbat Shalom. <clears throat> uh, uh, our first question is about the Tel Aviv Foundation. The Tel Aviv uh, Foundation is quite a unique institution in the world and it's basically your work. Uh, can you please tell us a little bit what is the Tel Aviv Foundation and what do you do there? The Tel Aviv Foundation was founded 45 years ago when the city understood that they need another tool to elaborate on municipal um, programs. Now, what we use is uh, we get collaborations, we get partners from all over the world and especially from Israel, people that want to contribute and donate their philanthropic um, resources, the municipality matches it and together we can have really special projects, boutique projects. I think um, that when we can see cities, each city understands what is the DNA of the city, the unique selling point, and on those specific projects to elaborate, to um, um, wrap them up together into boutique projects that the citizens and the residents of the city feel very um, comfortable and very much engaged with them. And also people that come from abroad see this project as the leading project of the city. So the Tel Aviv Foundation in the last six years, I was so happy to join the team and get um, the resources and start the project going on. One of the projects that you are very well known and you presented in Smart City Expo was the, the city card. Uh, this city card that integrates all the services in Tel Aviv and you can do wonderful things. Maybe you can tell us about a little bit more about the city card that maybe now it's an app because time passed. So to understand the city card, we have to go back a little bit and remind ourselves of the book Startup Nation that was... Um, published 10 years ago. I think this, the values of innovation, of entrepreneurship, of um, startups, of the economic uh, ecosystem is really part of the values of the city. Now, since we see ourselves as, um, um, as responsible for uh, our residents, this card is actually a great tool to reach out to all the residents in different communities and give answers using technology because, again, technology is only a tool. The importance is the well-being of the citizens. 
is the connection with them. And through this Digitel, we can reach out to specific target audiences. Some can be elderly, some can be students, some can be youngsters, some can be um, uh, surfers, because we have our beautiful beach just like the Barcelona, the LGBT community, the white city with the um, um, Bauhaus con um, concentration of buildings, so the architects are really interested. And of course, the ecosystem of the startupers are um, a big community. So wrapped up all these different communities in this digital card, where we reach out, we can um, push information about different things and pull information about different things. The residents of the city feel very secure um, with their data. The municipality can give them extra services, also parking, also education um, services. And they are in a way gifted because they are part of the city and part of this, um, um, I would say, gifted, uh, how would I say it, program that each different community can get different added value from the city. One of the things that always fascinated me about the city guy is the use of recommenders for uh, inventing new kind of services. Uh, one that was maybe funny was if you have a dog and then you can, the city tells you, well, now the, 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 the beach is open, so you can walk the dog in the beach, and we can mount the dog parties, and so on. I guess I imagine that you have many of these services, not only for dogs, but for other kind of communities. So actually, the service is not for the dogs; it's for the owners of the dogs. Again, okay. it's another community. So look at it as a community, a community of owner of dogs, where the most important thing for them is their dogs, where they can get injection, where they can get healthy food vet services, um, little parks for dogs, um, some um, activities for dogs to meet together and go um, with uh, doggy walkers, etc., etc. Each community has its own services, its own programs, its own needs, its own desires, challenges. So this is one thing. Another uh, service we get through there is Autotel. It's, um, uh, you can, uh, use a sharing uh, platform for cars, um, get a car in the city, drive with it to a different place, park it, and then you don't have to own your own car. It is another service that you get through this digital. Another service is for people on the beach that they can use and they, uh, they can rent chairs and umbrellas um, on the beach. Numerous programs, services, answers to different challenges. Tel Aviv is a beautiful city that enjoys, just like Barcelona, beautiful climate. So I would um, imagine that the services we need here are services of a beach city. It's not a ski resort, but um, our outdoor and public spaces are very open and they need these sharing um, services where this app really helps us. Uh, this is one of the fascinating things about the, the foundation that you are the CEO. Uh, the cities have difficulties in not only getting uh, talent, and particularly now in AI and all these kind of disciplines that are uh, so far away, but also getting ideas and being uh, 
dominated by the ideas of other cities and so on. In, in a way, we live in a medieval structure. And, and then foundations like yours uh, provide these kind of services, I guess, not only to Tel Aviv, but to every city in the world, and can cross-pollinate the cities, can spur innovation, can, and it's a different structure. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about this. I think, first of all, it's a state of mind. We don't believe that all the knowledge is in our heads and that we need to invent the wheels. On the contrary, we think that the entrepreneurs out there, the private sector knows how to work and give services much better than us. Us as city um, institution, um, we need to know how to collaborate, how to take off red tapes and roll red carpets so these entrepreneurs can come and join forces with us and actually give us those services, those apps, those um, uh, innovative um, tools. About 10 years ago, we put Wi-Fi all over the city before it was common in other cities. And that Wi-Fi gave actually um, the value that sharing is something that is entitled for every person the sharing of the data, just like we're entitled to have water in our taps and electricity in our, in our um, electricity um, system. We're entitled to have free Wi-Fi so we can have data and information all over. And then our residents and our um, commuters and our tourists and even our asylum seekers can help themselves through these um, apps, through this data. Uh, we opened co-working spaces already in 2011 before WeWork was even there. So the understanding that the private sector is um, a partner and we need to know how to collaborate, how to shake hands, take off those red tapes and make it, because, you know, city, lots of times city... Um, um, clerks like us always explain how we cannot do things, how our attorney said that we cannot do that. Our mission at the foundation is to say yes, how we are collaborating with the private sector. And this is, I think, part of innovation to understand we are calling the private sector to come in. We want to collaborate together. We don't want to invent the wheel and we make things that are better for services for our residents. Uh, one of the things that your foundation is very well known is innovation, particularly innovation in public spaces. You are very well known by transforming and changing public spaces. Maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on that. What, what do you do there? I'll tell you something. I think COVID brought to our minds how much there is a pandemic after the pandemic. And the second pandemic I'm referring to is the loneliness. So many people were stuck at home and got so much mental illness, kids, juniors, elderly people. This is a pandemic that is going all over. Now, the first tool to heal that is open spaces public spaces. This is where people feel equal, where people can meet, where people can brainstorm, can give a hug, 
can give quiet to your to their souls now until now the public space was not always with shade not always with light not always felt secure wi-fi water we used to go outside say hello and go back in what we declared and said between ourselves and the city is that we have to develop that public space so it gets more functional it is a hosting place for all our residents not only to meet by coincidence but actually to make an appointment this podcast that i'm doing with you now i'm doing from my office but what i would like next time is to do it from the public space downstairs from the office that we created for the people out because there's wi-fi there there's shade there there's a beautiful um uh, table and chairs for everyone to use um, there's restrooms out there we can actually meet and work and then we can brainstorm the creative class can invent their new projects it's a place to meet a place to heal a place um, to create i think this is the next um, tool to to get rid of the pandemic past the pandemic in this area you created the term that is the ergonomic city and can you tell us what is the ergonomic city and why this is so important maybe you're more familiar with the term ergonomic chair you know a chair that adjusts to you and is um uh, really understands what your back and what your whole body needs so it's supports you ergonomic city is the same thing the city adjusts to its residents it supports them through the public space now a public space is usually referred as downstairs outside but the beach is an out, a public space um institutions are public spaces the roof is public space even the elevator is public space we should think on all the places we can meet and think how these places are created and designed so they support our needs they support what our souls is longing for and we long to meet people to brainstorm to create new things to do sports to meet our kids together to play to work to meet our families the ergonomic city is a city that understands that the public space needs to have furniture that is functional, that has water, that has um, um, cameras. So they give us uh, the feeling that we're secure. It has any other, uh, maybe you can add some things to my thoughts. What is an ergonomic city? We just started working on it in the last two years. I'm sure in three, four years, we'll see that the public space is much more functional to whatever citizens need. And always this is an evolution. We start with one place and in, in five, years, five years from now, the ergonomic city will function and will be much better to whatever the citizens will need. They will tell us our needs and we will support their needs. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, thank you uh, so much. 
And thank you so much. And we hope to be, I hope to be in Tel Aviv again very soon uh, if COVID allows us. <laughs> Looking you. forward to host you here. Looking forward to host all our listeners. Just come and we'll enjoy together. Thank you so much for having me. If you still want to learn more, remember, you can register on our platform dobetter.asade.edu That was all for today. Until next time, thank you. Do Better